Today, we're going to be talking about Dennis Rader, infamously known as BTK. He's a guy that is convicted of and first degree life takings and is now being looked at as possibly having more sus more victims being a suspect to more crimes kind of this somewhat your you know, field what what do we know about B btk as far as you know, the first 10 that he's been convicted of what's the common mo oh i mean obviously his name you know it's btk for buying torture and kill right yeah so he ties up his victims and Strangulation is probably going to be the cause of death on most on the mo on most situations. You know what I mean? His victims, according to his mo, mm. how does he how does he choose his victims according to the first ten that he's also been convicted of? Well, uh, from what I know, is that well, he called them projects, right? Yeah. He pretty much just saw someone or a girl or a woman that he liked to make his project, right? And he would be infatuated with with, uh, with her, and mm -hmm. then he starts planning after that. You know. And that's why he does. That's why he did with the past of the rest of the of his victims, you know, because there was ten. Like even though the first one with the whole family, the Otero mm -hmm. family, that was all planned out, and that was brutal because the kids were, you know, they were pretty young. Yeah, I saw some pictures of them. The, mm -hmm. the little boy looked very young. How how young was the little boy? I think he was like seven, six or seven. Dang man, that's that's crazy, man. That's crazy. Yeah, yeah we the had crime some... scene, the crime scene photos are pretty brutal man i can imagine i can imagine we have some photos today that we're going to be looking in into uh, apparently there was a journal or a uh, a book that btk was working on at the time of his arrest and i guess i guess it had every crime that he had committed i don't know if he was finished with his book or not but you know at the time of his arrest but there's some drawings that we're going to be looking in um, there's some photographs of btk uh, where he <clears throat> dressed himself as the victims and bound himself in position that the victims were in. And I want to say right now, the pictures that he drew and the pictures that he took himself bounded, they're extremely graphic. So if that's something that you, you know, really don't want to see, I, I'd, I'd imagine, you know, you probably want to turn away on this. Uh, Big Blue, what are your thoughts on BTK and this, the possibility of, of there being more victims? I wouldn't doubt it, man. I wouldn't doubt it with the amount of time that he went without getting captured. I don't know the true number. Mm -hmm. He's a really sick, twisted man. I mean, who lived a double life, you know, to his family, he was just a normal guy, and to the world, he was a SK who committed some really horrible, horrible crimes, and then, you know, the, I saw the, some of the photos, I'm like, man, yeah, it was pretty twisted in the mind, you know, to, to be able to, to commit what he did, and then to stage with and do these photos, it's crazy, man. He's, he's got something really wrong in his head. Well, that was him. Him doing the photos, whether they were drawing or taking pictures of himself dressed as the victims, mm -hmm. was a way of him reliving his crimes, right? Now, wasn't there a significant time that BTK didn't commit any crimes, Simon? Yeah, I think he went like five years uh, without committing any crimes. And then... Then that's when he started reaching out. Uh, I believe, if I remember correctly, I think the one of the one of the one of the crimes was um, they found this guy. He confessed or whatever, and they were pretty, they were pinned on him. And he came out of pretty much, I guess, retirement. You want to say? I guess you could say. Right. And came out and, and told him that he was still he was still around, you know, still in in the community by sending in his, uh, one of the victims' uh, driver license and uh, Polaroids. He sent pictures that he took from the scene. He sent pictures that yeah that he took of the of the victim while they were deceased this guy kept a lot of trophies yeah he went he went from um clothing tire to his own pictures and you know even kept parts of the the you know the rope or whatever he used to bind the, the victims mm -hmm. that's insane so <clears throat> here recently um his daughter has been attending his uh or going to his prison here recently I think he, she talked to him twice, got some more information out of him. They recently did a dig on, on his former property and they cut out a piece of sidewalk and underneath and they found what looked like pantyhose or panties that were used possibly to bind. It came to BTK though. <clears throat> was he a guy that was a home invader or did he kidnap people? No, nah, he was, he was a uh, brick, break and enter it. You know what I mean? Break and entering. That was his, uh, his way to go. You know, he'll stake out the place for a while. I've learned the routines of the, of the victims. And then, you know, I cut phone lines. Probably one of the first things he did. And then get in there before before they were there at home and surprise them or get in there while they're there. If he knew that the victim was alone. All right. Because 
there are a couple of victims that they are, uh, you know, law enforcement is suspecting that he may involved with. And I think in two of the situations, it appears that the victims were taken from a place and then taken somewhere else. What do you think about? Do you think that sounds like something he would do? They, they never found these bodies either. So there's no way to tell whether or not they were bound or any of those things. Uh, those mm -hmm. people are still considered missing. Yeah, from, from the 10 victims, none of them were um, removed them from their home. You know what I mean? Well, <clears throat> one of these one of these victims that he's accused of taking is, was removed from a laundromat. And another mm -hmm. one was a uh, adult exotic dancer. And she was last seen talking to a, to a guy with a truck outside of work. And then she got inside the vehicle and she's never been seen again. Yeah. Do you think that those sound like it would be him? Not really, not really. But I mean, it just depends because the the one with the miss, the one that's missing, I think her, I can't remember her name, um, Cynthia, right? I can't remember her last name. Yeah, um, Cynthia Don. Kid, the kid. one from, yeah, the one from the one that was uh, working at the laundry mat and went missing. I believe she was like sixteen or seventeen at the time. Right, right. So like that, mm -hmm. that was like in '76. That was like in the beginning of his, I guess you could say, career. You know what I mean? Maybe after that, if he's the person who did it, maybe after that he changed his way of, of doing these crimes because it was just way too risky. You know, getting someone in the car and then driving through God knows how many streets with potential witnesses out there. Maybe yeah, yeah. that could have been the case. From the ten victims we do know, like if you were to say that, you know, that he never. He never took them out of the house. Either just moved them around to different um, rooms, but he never, mm -hmm. he never took them out. You know, he did all his crimes inside the house. Right. So what what police are connecting with Cynthia Don Guinea is the fact that there is a drawing that he made in his journal, and there was a passage that was in this uh, book slash journal, you know, PJ, which means project. And then it's uh, 17th. Is that is that the 17th project, you suppose? Those are chapters, I believe, no? Oh, no. Well, C9 C was chapter, right? Yeah, C9 was chapter 9. PJ 17th, number one, HUT. Yeah, I know that's the, the PJ's project, but I'm not really sure what's 17th. I guess it's it the, says, the layout. The, is, what does it say? And then it says 1976 with an S. Mm -hmm. 1976s. So is that, it says 1976, which is the same time in which... Cynthia went missing. Now, the uh, sheriff at Osage went and spoke with BTK. He had told him that there was a, a fantasy that he had had, but that he had never um, committed or he ever done. And he said that the fantasy that he had that he didn't have the chance to do was taking a girl from the laundromat. You know what I'm saying? So that sounds kind of weird, right? And then you have this that says 1976. It says at BE of House off 17th. I'm assuming BE means like what? Back end? What do you think BE stands for? Who knows, man? I'm not really sure. This is BE of House. Breaking entry? Yeah, BE. Maybe, maybe, maybe back entrance of the house? Back entrance? Okay, so it said. <clears throat> yeah, it says add, because it had problems, right? Yeah, it says had problem getting in or too much noise factor. The brunette was the target. Would watch nearby laundromat for possible victim. BC9, chapter 9, hit PJ, bad wash day. Project Bad Wash Day. Laundry Matt were a good place to watch victims and dream. Sometimes I have a woman underwear on. And after watching a girl or a lady retreat, uh, re I believe it says re relieve myself in the bathroom with some crazy thoughts there. I'm not going to repeat it. You guys can read that on the screen. So this makes you wonder, right? Is it possible that he, in fact, did commit this crime? Now, let's see uh, the picture. He supposedly, that is supposedly her. And this is the original. And this is a darkened version that I um, made. Now, supposedly in his works, he left clues, left things like that. Isn't that correct, Jaime? Somewhat, yeah. I mean, he left more clues after the fact, you know what I mean? Right. But he was sending clues <laughs> the, to the newspaper or the, you know, to law enforcement. Right. This is who they are claiming that the girl in the green shirt could possibly be. So th this says here, and we'll read the little details of the description. It says Cynthia was last seen in Osage, Oklahoma on June 23rd, 1976. She was last seen at Osage laundromat. Her and her aunt and uncle owned the laundromat at Cynthia worked there. Uh, she had never been hurt again. After her disappearance, Cynthia's purse and drink were found at the laundromat as well as a half finished donut. Witnesses said she used the laundromat at 9.30 a.m. and got into a faded beige 1965 Plymouth uh, Velveteer with two people. Well, wait, what? It was two people? That See, this this part right here doesn't make sense because it says with two people. I don't think BTK ever had an associate, right? Yeah. I never mentioned one. 
all from what I know, he was alone. You know what I mean? And the other thing is, it was at 9.30 a.m. Now, BTK had an M.O. for committing these crimes between, you know, 8 and 12 while he was at work. Yeah, he worked for a security company. Um, I, I believe it was AD, AD, ADT. ADT. Mm-hmm. Yeah, ADT. So he would stock, actually commit the crimes during those times, during the 8 and 12 hours of his workday. We have... 9.30 a.m. as a possible, you know, M.O. Taken from a laundromat up to this point, from what we know, com- you know, with the crimes that he's been convicted of committing, doesn't sound like the M.O. However, he did write a passage in his book that there was a bad laundry day. So there's a possibility there. So that's a maybe. And then you have people in the in the, in the vehicle that definitely does not sound like him. So witnesses okay. can be confused and and sometimes maybe um, they, they see certain things. Witness testimony is unreliable, 100%. Yeah. I mean, you think about the uh, Richard Allen probable cause affidavit. You have three juveniles that see the same guy walking in, and you have three different uh, either descriptions of what he was wearing or accounts, what they saw. That's because they weren't really paying attention for it. That wasn't anything unusual. So same thing here with somebody's this girl getting into a car. I mean, unless she's screaming or anything, I don't think you're going to take notice of it, right? Yeah. After her disappearance, there were several sightings of Cynthia. She was supposedly traveling around southern Kansas with a religious group. Authorities were never able to confirm the sightings. However, a witness reported she had seen Hobart Green with Cynthia just minutes before Cynthia disappeared. The alleged son was not reported until 1991. In 1986, Hobart pleaded guilty to second-degree murder and the death of his baby son. He also was a suspect in the 19th appearance of his ex-wife, Maxine Patrice Green. The body was never found, and Hobart was never been charged in her case, but the couple's daughter, then 12 years old, said she witnessed her father uh, take the life of her mother and bury the body. Authorities haven't said whether they have lied that Hobart was, in fact, with Cynthia on the day of her disappearance or whether he's a suspect in the case. But in 2020, Dennis Rader and the, B- the BTK, uh, known as BTK, stated uh, stated authorities had interviewed him twice about Cynthia's disappearance. Rader took the lives of 10 people in Wichita, Kansas, two hours away from Osage between 1974 and 1991. He was identified and arrested in 2005 and subsequently pleaded guilty to 10 slayings. He is serving multiple life sentences. Raider's daughter noted Cynthia's apparent abduction does not resemble her father's crimes, which involved stalking and home invasion attacks on victims. He did, however, keep a journal with encrypted notes of his crimes in one of his 1976 entries titled uh, Project Bad Wash Day, referred to a brunette as the target. He said he would watch the nearby laundromat for possible victim. These, de- these details match Cynthia's case. So <clears throat> let's go back to the. Uh, I don't know if this is actually, you know, Cynthia. This is one of the, this is one drawing of like any that he has. You know what I mean? That he's been doing. Yeah. You know, some, some of these SKs do make drawings or, you know, write diet, like, you know, personal journals and, you know, describe what they did because it's still, you know, it still helps them with their, I guess, fantasies and stuff. You know what I mean? That satisfies them, knowing, thinking about the pain they caused or the control they had, you know? What do you think, Big Blue? What do you think about this entire scenario? Do you think that it sounds like it's him? Uh, when it comes to this case, it, is, um, it doesn't sound like his MO. Like, you know, he, he would break into the houses, he would tie them up, he would pick them up in the car, and then to take them to, you know, to wherever she was taken. But to have a partner, he, I've never heard that he's had a partner. And also, like, was that time they could probably check the records and see he was working. He probably had to be in his work truck because most of these, some of these cases, he would go in his work truck, right, guys? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Right. While he's working, he has a he's driving the eighty eighty T truck, especially if he has all these tools in there and whatnot. Where? Yeah. I mean, when BTK committed his crimes, was there ever a situation where he brought clothes into the scenario, or where everything that were the victims were wearing were there? personal belongings the only thing he ever actually took was probably gonna be gloves so he never brought in like like a an extra pair of clothing or lingerie for his victims to wear um not not that i can remember no um if like i said that all i can remember is that he just brought uh gloves and then the tools he was going to use including uh rope i think i I might on one occasion i might have been a mask as well yeah, I think there there was a mask. Yeah, uh, what's up, go. probably Buzz? But other than that, I'm not really sure. I know I know he would take clothes, right? Would take mm-hmm. um, undergarments, and that's what he would use to take pictures of himself. Right. You know? But but he didn't like bring clothing with him. 
not to my knowledge, no. All right, because here, according to this, um, you know, Charlie Project, which deals with um, missing persons, it states that she was last seen wearing a peach-colored blouse and blue jeans. It's a green blouse. This is also a blonde-haired woman or girl. She looks kind of young, and she's a brunette. I mean, it was clearly even in the in the deal there. I don't know if this is actually her, but well. Look at her face. You have, I mean, obviously she looks terrified and he's making her look that way. But mm-hmm. just look at the, like the nose, the eye shape. And then if we go, and this is another person, I don't see this, but that kind of looks like her. Mm-hmm. And this is Carol Marlene Sullins. She was missing from Galena, Kansas. Now this lady, she was a, uh, an adult dancer who I believe was taken at, at her work. All right. So it says here, um, she was last seen in the nightclub parking lot during the evening hours of August 31st while she was on break, speaking to an unidentified male near the man's dark colored pickup with a camper shell, which was parked nearby. She disappeared shortly after and has not been heard from again. Her purse and other belongings were left behind at the bar. And authorities believe, so there's, there's this aspect of it. It says authorities believe that Salenza died of an overdose sometime during the night. She had vanished and her body was buried. Uh, by uh, her drug suppliers. And basically there's some guys that have did uh, intentionally causing her death and, and, and things of that nature in this situation. But she was last seen wearing a dark, oh wait, hold on. Last seen uh, wearing a uh, dress like green shirt before her disappearance. And I, you know, she's blonde. And so I, I don't know, maybe it's a possibility. I don't know if somebody else has been found guilty, then uh, if they if they can you know conve- uh, confess to it and there was information that corroborated their confession that only the you know the actors in that case would know and it's definitely not him. When you look at, at the face, I mean, this doesn't look like curly hair. She does look like she has curly hair, but this yeah, definitely looks say, like a it's like a blonde hair girl. Depicting depicting the victims, it, the hair is way off. Not curly. It's saying like a double ponytail. I think this is somebody else. And look at the bind in her mouth. That's a red. Looks like a uh, scarf, maybe. Yeah, that looks like yeah, like a maybe could be yeah, like a scarf or like a what's it called? Any holes, maybe. That's possible. Do these ropes that wrap around this this bar here look the same? As this mm-hmm. kind of right. Yeah. So this looks like that bind this young lady sitting on a hay barrel. It's been theorized that this is the inside of a barn. Not necessarily sure inside the barn. If it is, it is a bar with animals. This is the um the it would be a gate, right? To like hold the horses. Yeah, that's what it that's what it looks like. Because it doesn't look like like a wall. This isn't a wall. This is a no. gate. This is a no. and uh, you strap to this gate. And notice like the color between you know the bars are the same as the color on the floor. And she's not colored in. So yeah. that that tells me that wherever they are, it's dark. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? The, the, the thing about, you know, when, when criminals like this or SKs do drawings or descriptions, I guess you can say, sometimes like he wants to gloat about it. They will gloat about it, but they don't want you to know details because they want to keep that to themselves. And that's, mm-hmm. that's what gets them off. You know, the, the fact that they can, they're the only ones who know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So like, even if let's say he did make a, did this crime, right? Mm-hmm. Like, he's, he's not gonna. Uh, for at least from what I think is that he wouldn't put so much detail. That way he knows that he he's the only person who knows exactly what happened or who it is in this in this drawing. If, if this is a remembrance of something he did when he was like super young. She's super young too. Yeah, she does yeah. appear to be a child. Yeah, mm-hmm. like maybe it was like in his teen years when he was a lot younger. Maybe they went back to that time and looked at the missing persons. They might have more of a better understanding, finding maybe who it is around where he lived in that in that time. Mm-hmm. You know, right. like when when, we, when he confessed to the ten the ten cases that he was um uh, found guilty of, he confessed and he gave details about all his crimes. You no, know? and they gave him the deal that you know you're gonna give him life sentence, right? Life sentence, no mm-hmm. no death penalty. If he did this, I don't think he would confess because I think this happened in Oklahoma, right? And Oklahoma does have this, the death penalty, in, and it's not part of like it will be a brand new case. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? I, I don't think he would, even if, it, if he did it, I don't think he would confess to it, you know? Well, from what I hear, his health is pretty much in decline right now. And I don't think he has well, much 73? No, he's more, right? How old is he? I can't remember how old he is. I don't know. I mean, he's working in the 70s. I think yeah, he was 28. Yeah, he was 28 and 70. When was the first one? 76? No, 70. 74? 74? No, it was before. 74. Yeah, so if he was 28 then, I mean, I mean 74 yeah. to now is like, 
almost 50. So yeah, he's in the seventies right now. <clears throat> yeah. Close approaching 80. So and I said, uh, somebody, people saying that with the, uh, the colors and stuff, I think you darkened a little bit of it, right? Um, yeah, I did. Uh, this is the original. So and all I did was, was I said, there's, a, there's a few more in there that are pretty crazy. Those other arts. So the reason why I asked you also, like, if you notice the girl, is, is completely pale or white mm -hmm. right he doesn't he doesn't color her. this girl here at first look she just looks like she's painted yellow or colored yellow but when i darkened it you notice there's yellow on the ground behind her and then there's a uh, shadow i believe she's tied to something light directly over her yeah. because well maybe it's facing this way because i think that you can see her shadow no the the, the light is facing her from right? the right yeah, it's in front of her because of the shadow is casting. Mm -hmm. so, so again, you have a red, red um, gag. This lady or girl appears to be brunette. Her hair is parted. This girl seems very similar to Catherine. If I had to guess if one of them was Catherine, I would say it was this one. And you have, I think that looks like a door in the background. If that's a yeah. door, this is a interior fence, hmm. right? No idea. Or would it also be outside? No, to me, it looks like it's inside, man. Like maybe a barn or something. No, I, I don't doubt that it could be a barn. Um, I don't see any. I guess it kind of does look like some straight edge lines here. That would be indicative of like wood flooring. Maybe. But if if that's a door in the background there, then that's that's a big empty space. So. Yeah, yeah, exactly. There'd be an empty space between here and the door. And that door is very far back if it's visible from underneath here. That's not a door. What if that's somebody else? He, he, no, it looks he, like something hanging right here. Yeah, exactly. That's what I'm thinking. So that's that's exactly what it looks like. I mean, if he's doing this and, and he's doing this in places like... I don't think he owned a barn, did he? I don't think so. I know he would go on trips with his daughter. Mm -hmm. And he always mentioned that he, he would like to retire by a place at the barn. Like he was that was his like that was his plan with his with, for his retirement right. so there was always this uh kind of like uh uh wanting to buy a barn or or, or maybe even the ranch or whatever mm. you imagine if this guy had a ranch the things he would be doing no i know let alone that he like he will go into someone's house that's the scariest part because that's where you feel the most safe right inside your own house yeah this guy was breaking in there waiting for people to come home that's that's crazy and the crazy part too is let's just say that he did take these girls girls didn't live at this barn and he picked these girls up at their laundromat or somewhere else and then took them to a barn if he didn't own a barn then he's going on to somebody else's property and somebody else's barn to stage these women their life mm -hmm. and and take them off of the property and you would assume he would have had to have cleaned up everything that he had done because if not i would assume that whoever owns the property when they get back are going to see evidence of some weird stuff that happened. Yeah, yeah it's too much and, of a risk. I, don't you think? I mean, it's just it's weird. So do you think that it's possible that these these girls worked at a barn? Do you, would you think that it's more likely that these are where these girls worked at or lived at versus him kidnapping them and taking them there? Yeah, it would be more likely that they actually lived there or worked there. Because like I said, I think it would be too risky for him to, even though this, you know, other serial killers do take their victims to different places and you know commit their crimes but for dennis raider he wasn't known for that you know he was known for mostly just breaking in committing the crime and taking off you know mm -hmm. what's it's this just black exactly. circle you see that black circle here on this piece of it right there too i know yeah it looks like it you know i, I believe btk's daughter she's trying to carry she's trying to identify where these locations are yeah. you know if you if you have a fence or an interior um some sort of fence inside of your barn you have two wood notches that look pretty identical like this. I think that would be a pretty clear indication of where this property could be. Why would she try to find out where these properties are if she doesn't believe this is part of the dad's... Uh... Well, she doesn't know about the crimes that of the missing persons, but yeah. these were in his journal. She feels that these yeah. crimes did occur. It's unknown if these are the girls that were um, maybe kidnapped. And so I don't know if maybe her thoughts are maybe now because of the, you know, the project that he had in 1976 talking about a laundromat. And then, you know, there's a missing person from a laundromat. Maybe she's more open to it. I'm not sure. Um, but these were from his journal or his book that he was writing. So yeah. if it's not from those kids from another either invasion or something. I think one, one detail that he puts in there is the, the shirts, man. Like he, pretty elaborate on the 
weird like buttons and the ties and stuff in the middle of the shirts. Even the green one, he different patterns in it. I wonder what all this, these brown things are. I didn't think much of it, but it appears that there's some on the uh, leg right here. I feel like these drawings are fantasies that he wanted to do. Yeah, I mean, mm. these are things that he wanted to do, but never got to. That's what right. I feel like it is, you know? I know, it's I know, possible. Um, I know they're, they're thinking that what if he was working across the street from the laundry, man, right? At yeah, the, yeah. At the bank, right? At the bank, he was working on the on the on the security system for a bank that they had just built built across the laundry mm-hmm. mat where Cynthia went missing, right? Yeah, yeah, that's accurate. So, like, that's a big coincidence too. <laughs> that's a huge coincidence, especially around the same time. But like, I just don't feel feel like he might have seen someone there at the laundry mat, you know, made up all this fantasy and that he wanted to, you know, create later on in his life. Maybe not mm-hmm. right then and there, but later on. So because he wouldn't he wouldn't jump around projects a lot. You know what I mean? I think he only changed one time. Like if he had a project, he'll commit to it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. He wouldn't be yeah. like, oh, you know, I'm gonna do it. I'll do something else and I'll come back to it. He was elected. The only time he did that is whenever I believe he was gonna go and he ended up seeing that the one of the victims' husband got there at the same time. And I mm-hmm. think he waited, I think maybe like two like a day or two days later to commit the, the breaking and entry in the crime. He Dang. was pretty adamant about his projects. <clears throat> I mean, that's crazy, man. And you, you're absolutely right about the timing in which, you know, he was working across the, street, the bank and then this person goes missing and then you have Project Bad Day or Bad Wash Day and where he fantasizes about about a, a woman that he's watching. But, you know, from what I've seen, I haven't read the entire journal, obviously. I've only been able to see that small part of it. It doesn't necessarily say that he get her or did anything. It's just that he did some pretty crazy stuff, you know, mm-hmm. while wearing women's you know, underwear. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. He would uh, publicly buzz comes in saying he would stalk people for three weeks before making a move to make sure yeah, uh, the they would work for him, I believe is what he said. Yeah, man, he he had made sure they, he knew the routine of his victims. That way nothing would uh, surprise them at the end. You know what I mean? Like what yeah. time they would get back, what time they would leave, who who the who was mostly of the time around would go over to their house. He was real good at this stuff, unfortunately. This is another drawing that he created. Um, this is the original and this is the darkened up version that I created. First things first, it appears that she's on the ground and no, that's a post, or maybe these are stairs, and that's just the uh you know, the hand post when you're going up the stairs. I don't see a railing unless that's what this is is the railing that goes up the stairs. And the reason why I think it might be stairs is right here, this is shaded in uh, on that first, what looks like a step. So it shows like maybe perhaps a little bit of depth, but I don't see on the rest of the planks. And I'm not sure how, I mean, that big ass you know, handle to go up the stairs, you know, it's, it's relatively the same size as the person's, you know, head. Yeah. So that, that makes me to believe maybe perhaps it's a um, top view of a post, but I'm not sure. It could definitely be stairs. There's some sort of, rope what it looks like or a cord her dress is open or yeah there's a almost creepy yeah there's yeah. a um those are bells again. yeah those are hay bells i don't know it'd be a tarp that yeah, is a tarp all right i see it i see it so it's yeah. folded here and these are the little holes that the tarp has mm-hmm. you get what i'm saying so it's folded in half i think this is a pretty big clue as to why people in the uh, barns had no evidence as to why um, something may have happened there, right? Because like I said, you would think that people would have called it in like, hey, I walked into my barn and there's this like blood stain over here. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? If he took a tarp with him, and like I said, it appears that it's folded in half. And these are the uh, the holes from the tarp. That's what that looks like to me. And I think this is just a wall. If this is uh, the staircase, or if this is a staircase, this is the floor, uh, I would assume this is from the loft. The view from the loft. Anything else you're seeing, um, Blue or Hyman? No, I mean, it's hard to... Looks like her feet are covered with like, hay or something. Or maybe it's blocked by the top. Then her legs are also bound right there, too. Mm-hmm. At the knee and then at the thighs. No, I know what this is. So this is the top right here along the side. You see how the, um, right here in this corner? And then you have this area covered. What, what I think is this is your loft that he's looking down upon. Yeah, I mean, that's the floor of the loft. I don't know, man. It's just not really sure what to think of it. Yeah, when I first thought, I thought she was standing here at first sight. But then seeing next to her head throws me off. Like, what the heck is that? Nah, she's definitely laying on the ground. Mm-hmm. Um, you can even see a little bit of a behind her. Yeah. And let's see, let's just gag. appears to be tied up to this. You can kind of see something on this side of it. Um, oh, yeah. So it looks like she's tied to this post.
found there. Lights that's crossed. Some, that's some detail in the art, man. Because only when you do a rope, you know, the people just do like a little line. You took the time to do like to indicate the strands and stuff, and the, the nodding or twisting of it. Oh, he has all the time in the world. <laughs> but yeah, you know, I wouldn't be able to tell you if these are real like victims he had. I mean, it could be. I mean, he was out and about Missouri, Oklahoma, Kansas, and all that. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I mean, he was traveling around for a long time. Who knows? Yeah. The only, only um, found him guilty of the 10 that he confessed to, but who knows I mean, if he had more. Yeah. I mean, I don't you suspect him of a lot more. I suspect him of at least four or five more. It's between five to 10 more. Yeah. But it's, it's just, it's, I guess it's just, like I said, I don't, don't feel confessed depending on the state's laws. You know what I mean? The death penalty. But I mean, like at this point, what was he, 78? Yeah. Maybe? Yeah, 78. Why wouldn't he, right? I mean, he did. Um, cooperate with uh the author to bring mm-hmm. somewhat of a you know i guess he, he wanted to bring like i guess closure in a way well that's mm-hmm. that's his that's what he wanted to do so apparently supposedly i don't think it was that i think he just wanted you know, like you know to be more famous because he's always talked about you know being bigger than ted bundy or whatnot, you know yeah yeah so i don't know if he was would um talk to this author and send him letters and descriptions of the crimes and all that stuff supposedly to help Hope, I guess, or close that some closure for the families, but I don't think he did that for those reasons. I think he did it just to you know, to be more famous. It's crazy, man. And you know, he he did talk to. I guess when they searched or raided his former property, I think he had something on on, on the phone that they there might be some stuff still there. Do you think that yeah. he's coming forward and saying those things on purpose? Maybe, perhaps, because there's another crime. Adel is getting a lot more publicity than he is. Yeah, I think so. I mean, he came out twice, you know, mm-hmm. because people were saying, first of all, he came out twice because of the person who got uh, accused of one of the murders he committed, right? Mm-hmm. And then he came out again because somebody was going to write a book about the about his crimes. And he came out and said, Who, who's going to know more than, you know, about these crimes than myself? So he wanted to get some, some recognition for it. I wouldn't doubt it. I wouldn't doubt it that he would just say that they, you know, that they supposedly intercepted right this phone call or this, um, I don't know if it was a phone call or letter or something, and talked about certain items or evidence that he had at a, his previous or his last um, um, home uh, under yeah. like a shed, right? Yeah, I think yeah. he's doing that just to get back in the. It's possible. I mean, he he recently had you know talked to his daughter, maybe not recently, in the last couple of years, referencing I, I guess some of the money that she's made because she's been coming out talking about the situation and, mm-hmm. um, you know, talking about his life and, and he seemed like he was jealous. He doesn't understand like inflation and stuff like that. So she had explained to him that it's not a lot of money nowadays. And, um, regardless, she's a victim too. And she's also gone through a lot. I mean, you know, when I've listened to her talking and doing her interviews, she talks about like, you know, people harassing her because of who her father is like taking it out on her to a certain extent. And like I said, I think she's a victim just as much as these other folks, maybe not to the extent as their lives obviously were taken, but you know, her life rooted as well. She was surprised the whole nine yards. You know what I'm saying? I can imagine how tough it is. Or I can't imagine, but you know, looking at this, I definitely think that these are stairs. As you, if you notice, you have, this one's dark, it's pretty dark. The next it's one's lighter. Yeah. The following one is lighter. Every plank keeps getting lighter. I think the that's to show depth. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. Also, I think that this is a barn that doesn't house animals because you have wood floors. Right? Animals would screw that up, wouldn't they? I mean, I, mean, I think I, it, it could be like where they stir the hay. That's what I'm saying. It could have been that. Hmm. The body on top. But like I said, like we don't. We, it could be a, a real victim or it could be just his fantasies at work. You know what I mean? This is something that he wanted to do that never got a chance to do it. Yeah. You know? Yeah, you know, because yeah. if he's gonna do something like this, he, he like you said, he either knew somebody with the barn or was an abandoned barn. This is too risky, yeah. you know what I mean? Especially because all, all all he did, I get caught uh, breaking an entry into people's houses. You know what I mean? You go this route, it's a little bit. It's more. This is what he wanted to get to, but never got a chance to. Uh, this one, um, as you paint more yellow to indicate, you know, skin color. Maybe maybe it was an Asian person, Asian woman. No, nah, I think and, it's because there's a light casting a shadow you see the shadow behind her i think it's a light one of those old school like yellow lights you know what i'm saying and i also noticed that she has bluish green eyes it might appear to be green because of the yellow on top of the blue or the blue on top of the yellow so i think he meant for these to be blue eyes 
I didn't even see what that is. Yeah. Oh, the other one's not pain in the face. What's that? It's out here in the corner here, just by itself. Piece of rope, maybe a piece of this scarf. Interesting. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, could be. She, well, she's she, hog tied, right? Yeah, I say she's hog tied. She's tied from her neck, and you can see where it's going yeah. down her back and around her legs back here. So there's no wrist. Yeah, so terrific. There's the noose, there's the neck, the wrist, the, the rope going down. That's horrific. Yeah. And this is the darkened version. As you can see, you can see more of the shadow that he had uh, drawn in there. This one I'll see where it looks like wooden planks, I would say. Assume that these aren't barns that you would put. If this is a barn, that these aren't barns you would put animals in. This one I think is outside. I, I think it's a, it's on a fence, a pole fence. It looks like the ones that you would have like, a, like it looks like ones that circle around a horse when you go and break a horse. Mm -hmm. you, know, yeah, you know what I'm saying? They would have those inside barns too, though. Yeah, they have the horse stables inside, but they have the hay next to them. That's what it looks to me more like a horse stable. That's why it's so dark. Why would it be so dark if the other one, or the other one that we have in color is just where there's light? So, you know, that's why I'm thinking to myself, this one could be actually outside, outside. Because everything around looks dark. Even the ground is, is dark. Yeah. And mm -hmm. he didn't but color her in. I'm thinking it might be one of those like horse stables where it's, there's no concrete floors, just built a covering, the roofing. With um, the walls, I've seen a lot of barns like that because they leave it like dirt so in case, and they just throw hay on the floor. So the kid, the when the horses go to the restroom, they just scoop it out. I, I, I think, I think he did it on purpose. I think he he blacked out everything else just so we can, you know, the 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 picture or the drawing of the of the girls stands out more, and that. Because to me, it's like, it's about the girl, not about the surroundings itself. For me, at least, that's what I'm thinking, that he's more focused on the, the look of the girl or the, the position of the body more than the outside or the anything around it, the surroundings. You know what I mean? Even if, like I said, like we don't even know if it's a real victim or not. We could have, like I said, it can, it can also just be a project he wanted to do. Yeah, it could, definitely could be. This is uh, something else he drew, and, and you can see here, you have a barn from the outside, then you have the silo next to it. I've never been inside a, a silo, so I don't know what the floors look like or what the staircase going around. Is it possible that you had maybe one of these victims inside the barn, one in uh, in the silo, and one outside? I don't know if they would be all at the same time, but you know, choosing different areas of the same property to get a different feel. You get what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. I, I could I could see that with someone else, but not with Raider itself. You know, just because of his mo. Yeah, this is uh, I, this is the darkened version. So I could, I was hoping I could try to read this, but man, handwriting is pretty crazy. I don't know if that says diesel, um, d i d e s i l. I don't know if that's spelled correctly either, or it could be d e v i l. Storage, storage, a h video, TV, high chair, yeah, h chair. Why would you need a high chair? That I think that's vacuum, maybe. Uh, it's just about sling with um, I don't know what that's, this word is. That's uh, that's um that's hard hard to read words. Shower. Oh, a chair. Chair. Yeah, chair. this one says shower. That in room sink wet something bar, chair. Wet bar. So it's like uh, stuff he wanted to turn into like a and uh, like the barn houses. That's what it looks like. First word is drill. Then go fancy. Get is it Last one. Second to the last is guillotine. That word is. Yeah, I think so. Gallo bench. That is. Ele elevator, mirror, trunk, and chair. Well, let's see what's up here. Box, ragged room, unbox, regular room. Looks like tarp. CU tarp. And an airtight tank. But you see tank. this right here? It's a, it, it cut arp. It'd be cut tarp. And and if it is, that one picture where it looks like there's a female there next to a tarp. Gallon, wrench, chair, piles. Could be pillow. Sandbox, Pools. pool, water, water. tank. Bar, bar bear barbecue barbie i don't know it's a list i believe yeah nah. i mean he he did a lot of sketches a lot of drawings you know he has a whole journal personal journal that he keeps with all the details and everything you know that's the thing now this is the inside of a silo and here's the dark inversion yeah which isn't much better i can't any of these things but I can't see you have Something in the middle here um, resembles a post. Do you get desensitized after looking into cases like these? Just wondering. Five dollars super chat. Yes, one hundred percent, one hundred percent. You know, when I was a uh, in law enforcement, you definitely get desensitized to a lot of things. I can tell you that. So bar beam. Yeah, oh, I've gone. Yeah, I I've gone through the rabbit hole of of just different cases, crime scene photos, videos. Um, mm -hmm. I've seen it all. 
<laughs> that some of that stuff doesn't really bother me. Um, but I was gonna, I was actually gonna say you crime scene photos, but you know that's a, you can't show that here. But we're just gonna keep those away from here. I yeah. say show show some of the, the photos that he dressed up, man. Those are way crazy and weird. Yeah, I get to those here in a second. But real quick, looking at this, I don't know what that is, but that looks suspicious. Almost like something wrapped in a tarp. Um, no, to me, it looks like it's plants and then other stairways going up, maybe to a bedroom. Like he was turning the silo into like a like a house, and the bottom's going to be like a, maybe the dining or kitchen area. That could be, could be. I I never heard of him owning one, so I don't know. Have been future projects now. This is Dennis Rader himself. These are pictures that he took by himself. Apparently, he has sort of cord, or it was a Polaroid picture of himself, and he's wearing a mask, bounded yeah. and wearing women's clothing, and he has tied himself. It looks like he has wrapped his legs in plastic. I've noticed that on, on the girl in the silo or mm-hmm. on the floor appeared to have had something wrapped around her legs look watch watch you can see there's these legs aren't wrapped you can even see the toes and the ankle mark uh, these these legs are not wrapped these you can see i thought they were just maybe boots I mean, perhaps you could be but they look different i've so, seen i've seen the most of his well i see the crime scene photos of his victims and none of them have anything wrapped in plastic on their legs it's all pantyhose it's all oh, it could be yeah it could be rope yeah. or pantyhose. I think he used well. He used pantyhose too. Too. That's that's creepy, like, man. I know he has a lot more. He has some real, real bad ones too, man. That he actually took all the victims. Right, right. This is another one. Is that? I think it might be the same. I think same picture or the same. Like, see the black, black, white mask. Looks like. I think that's a nurse, dude. Looks like a nurse's hat. Could be. Yeah, kind of does. Could be a bronze like, one. Oh no, man. Could be. I guess. Not really sure. The the picture's not the greatest either. I mean. This was the 70s. You have the pantyhose, you have the mm-hmm. black bra, and, and he's on the ground, that white, whatever it is on top of his head. This is another one where he has that white cap or whatever that is on his head. It's, it's, probably, it's probably a bag. might be a bag because I know he would bag some people's heads and then wrap rope around them and stuff. could be that. It's like almost, wearing... like, a, like, almost like, a, like a pillowcase, I guess. Like see? the mask. Like, what, did they ever confirm what the mask was made of? Is it something like this, the SK from... That would, they never he, he yeah cut any of the skins off, right? I'm sorry, I couldn't hear you, man. They never, I think they he said, said he's he's uh, he's asking if there was any like Jeffrey Dahmer in this. Yeah, oh, I mean, no, he wouldn't. I don't know what the words I can say here or not. But there was no mutilation, I guess you can say. Yeah, gotcha. It's a good way of saying it. Yeah, <laughs> I try. I'm trying my best here, guys. <laughs> That's the one I thought was crazy, man. Blonde hair, curly hair. White face, a lot of makeup. It's a different mask. This one shows a lot of fake makeup. You know, I wouldn't anticipate like, you know, who would wear makeup like that? Um, maybe. And tied up to it's, a chair. Nah, they don't wear it like that, man. Nah, I think it's it's just a chair, like an office chair. It's leaned back in a rocking motion. But I think it's because his arm is extended. And he's pulling his cord so that way he can flash the picture. Yeah, it could be. Yeah, that there's something big around his neck. What is that? It's like a like a C collar neck, like the, yeah, like, like if you injure your neck, yeah, you have rope, you have straps. Could be a belt, but I don't think so. I think those are straps. Yeah, those are just uh, those are ones you saw, like, like to tie stuff down in the back of your bed of the truck. Where did he take these pictures? Are you are you aware, Jaime? I think he had like a place, like out in like in the brush and stuff, mm-hmm. like that he will get in there and, and take pictures like this. I know, I know someone. I, I, if I remember correctly, I know someone was at his own place like in the backyard but i don't know which one of these is the backyard you know what i mean yeah Yeah. on this one he has this black device Mm -hmm. that is strapped to the legs that is holding up the piers in two different you you have two ropes one going to this device that's strapped to his legs and one that looks like it's going to his hands i'm assuming that this rope here is going to a pulley or over a tree and when he pulls this down it'll pull him up yeah you know what i'm saying exactly what it is here i think I think those are. I don't know if you ever seen people dress a a a, a deer. You know, they put that uh, piece of like pipe between their on the legs and they hoist them up. Yeah, and that's how they they dress a deer and take off you know, skin with it. I think that's the same, pretty much the same concept. You know, he pulls yeah, and he, look, it rises up. Looks like it. And this guy was um, he was out there, man. He was out there. That looks like there's something coming from the ceiling to his back of his neck, right? This. Yeah. Well, he was. Uh, what's that? Um, Auto, he asphyxiated or whatever? Asphyxiation. Yeah, auto asphyxiation. He was really into that. 
you can't tell. He bind his feet. You can see the cord. He has the the hand. He has the cord. That cord is he's yanking on to take the picture. This looks like a shed. He uses Charmin. Apparently, that's probably the one that he had in the backyard. More than likely. Yeah, obviously, he's doing these like somewhere he knows that he's not gonna get you know hot or seen. You know, because then that's gonna put up a lot of red flags for people. When you see somebody pulling themselves up from their legs, freaking brush like, <laughs> by the park. I mean, imagine like he's like laying him down and there's like these joggers that pass by. <laughs> what the fuck is this guy doing? But there is, so look at this. There's a green cloth right here in the back, right? I assume there's a window behind it. Or, and he, or door. Or it could be one of the uh, victims. You think that, that, that he would take the curtain and put it on the back to... Like, like look at the, look at what he's standing on too. He's standing on a blanket. Do you think that yeah. these two items could be um, taken from a crime scene? Maybe, but from what I understand, is he would take either the undergarments, yeah, you know, like they would those. Even I think in his youth too, he would like mm-hmm. steal off the clothes hangers and stuff like that. Yeah, man, he's he, it's a crazy situation. This one's crazy. He dug himself in the sand. This is the fantasies, man. Because none of his victims that we're aware of. And this is the last one. We're buried in sand, right? Nope. Well, wasn't that one lady? This lady. She was she was found buried. The one with the green yeah. green shirt. But wasn't uh, somebody already? I admitted that he was responsible, but I think that was a drug dealer that gave her drugs. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. I don't know, man. Like I said, EGK was active for over 30 years. You know what I mean? These crimes were in the 70s, and he got caught in 2005, you know, because he was uh, being cocky, right? He wanted yeah. to be in the spotlight, and he couldn't stop himself from from reaching out to the media, to the police departments and stuff, trying to play games just like how Zodiac did. But mm-hmm. this time, it didn't go his way. You know, he liked that. He liked that. That feeling, the power of like you know playing cat and mouse kind of thing. Yeah. Especially being sort of like you know, especially being a narcissist. Yeah, that stuff yeah. gets off. Gets him off. Lady Cats comes in with a two dollars super chat. Says, "I wonder if his daughter recognizes that room." I don't know if she recognizes the room, but I was watching a podcast where she stated that that he would bring in certain items from his victims and integrate them into items from the house. And that one of the items was like a blanket that he had strangled somebody on. And that she said that she thinks that he also pleasured himself on that. She used it to lay down to watch like the firework. Like it's freaking horrible, man. And so that's why I'm thinking maybe perhaps some of those items in the background on some of those pictures were in fact, you know, maybe perhaps uh taken from the victim's place. Yeah, he had he had plenty of trophies. I mean he had driver licenses, holding. I'm sure he took, you know, something that he used to commit the crimes as well. Pictures. Yeah, he didn't have just a certain trophy like other ones do, you know what I mean? That they take uh maybe even a part of the body, you know. I mean some of some of them were that crazy. This guy probably had a plenty of jewelry. And I know he took jewelry too. I don't know, man. It's just like I said, he was all over these states. Who knows he how many he committed in, to- in, in total? Um, I'm glad he's he got caught. I mean, it took forever. I'm glad he got caught and that he's not gonna be able to hurt anybody anymore. Yeah, yeah. I don't know he, how long he'll be with us. Uh, apparently, he's um, in bad health right now. He's deteriorating. You know, maybe he'll end up coming out and talking a little bit more about all of his victims. You know. His daughter says that he's sharp as attacked. He remembers a lot of things. You know, I think a lot of those things that he remembers, he correlates with what's going on in, you know, during those moments, right? Like he's reliving those crimes over and over again. That's why he knows so many details. Yep, exactly. He's also comparing himself to, to Rex Huberman. Yeah, I saw that. I saw that. Do you think that, do you think that he thinks he's the, uh, the best, better than Rex when it comes to That's, those type of crimes? I, mean, I guess you can't say better. I guess you could say worse, you know? Right. right, and because of the other crimes he committed, but um, I mean, there's so much, so so many other serial killers out there that are horrible. Like right. this, he's a drop in the bucket compared mm-hmm. to some of the other people that that I've that I've looked at, I've uh, know read about, research. Uh-huh. There's there's some crazy amount. You're talking about, I mean, just take a look at Gary Ridgway, right? The Green River uh-huh. Killer. I mean, uh-huh. they're talking about close to a hundred and something people, 140 people that he might've gone. His, in his own words, he said he's taken so many lives. He's lost count. That's him saying yeah. that. According to Carrie, his daughter, Carrie Crossan, she asked him, you know, is it 10? How many people have you actually, how many lives have you actually taken? And he put up a one. And then instead of putting like a zero or like that, he, he just circled the zero over and over again. And she thought that maybe perhaps that indicated more than one zero after the one. Thinking that maybe perhaps it was maybe a triple digit number. It could be, man. It's like I said, back in the early 70s, all the way to like the late 80s, it was you know, without DNA, 
you can get a you can get away with a lot you know what i mean yeah you're especially, right especially especially if some of these you know serial killers are targeting you know sex workers or runaways you know people that are not going to be i guess in the I don't want to sound mean, but like missed, I guess you can say. Right. Nobody's going to be searching for him. Yeah. So that's why Gary Ridgway was taking the lives of sex workers left and right. And it took him so long to get him too, because of the fact that, you know, other sex workers weren't, you know, saying, hey, my my buddy's missing because they were doing illegal activities. You know, that's why it took so long to actually pinpoint this guy. Yeah, man. I mean, those are just horrific. And what some people have done, I mean, there's, there's probably active, SKs out there that we don't even know about. And I mean, they, oh, yeah. they've probably committed crimes that law enforcement haven't connected yet, you know, because Definitely. I think it, I think it's a little bit difficult, especially if, if the weapon changes, like if it's not a, if it's not a handgun, if it's, if it's a knife and then it's a different knife and then you know, be an ax or strangulation, those type of things where you can't, you know, um, and there's no tall tale sign, like a signature left behind, you know what I'm saying? If those things aren't there and there's just somebody who's you know strangling sex workers across different places or three states i can see how some some folks would see it as different situations different offenders different crimes right yeah they wouldn't be able to connect it exactly exactly and i can see that being an instance here now with btk he started at the age of 20 allegedly and i say allegedly because there's the possibility he may have started a lot younger than that and um do you think he started younger and is it common for somebody to start an SK lifestyle at the age of 28. From what I understand, you know, they always have these feelings of like these dark uh, fantasies early on uh, mm-hmm. from childhood. But I think most of them start after 18 because of the fact that they can actually get out of the house. They, they, you know, that, you know, they move out and they can, they're on their own that they can get away with a lot more than doing crimes where they're still living with their parents and whatnot. Right. Uh, but I think most of them do start early. I mean, at least with the fantasies, you know, and trying to act out on them, I think they, they start acting out past 18 years old. It's rare to see someone start off at 30, in the late 30s, and it is, you know I mean, in the early 20s. I, I think that he's definitely earlier, and I think you're on to something, you know, when they are first are able to be on their own and out of the parents' house and things of that nature, that you know, this is where it starts to pick up. That makes sense. That makes a lot of sense. But with, with Dennis Rader, by the time he was 28, he already had a job and occupation. He'd been on his own for a while. I think he'd have gone to the military at a certain point in the late sixties. And he was stationed overseas in Japan or, or in, you know, overseas somewhere. I find it very difficult that he would have started at 28. I think he may have done this earlier. I mean, you, you also have to look at the first, you know, the first family took, there were some very young kids involved, a young boy, you know, um, I don't know if you start off with with kids. I mean, you, I guess you don't have any emotions or feelings if you're going to do something like that, anyways. And you you can't really rationalize it because this is an, an unrational situation, right? But yeah. four people, a couple of them are kids. First time, I don't know. I don't. I don't. It doesn't mean don't click. I think he's done it before. What are your thoughts? You think he's done it before? I think he's thought about doing it. I think he almost did it once, and then he found this opportunity to take it, and he took it. Mm. Um, you know, the worst part about the first four victims is the fact that you know they were saying that their face was a little bit you know swollen because the fact that he would you know uh strangle them for a while and then he'll let them go so they can you know breathe and they were saying that he would do that because it uh, it got him off it like the, the the fact that he had their life in his hands you know i mean that's that's crazy that's scary man that is horrific man that is torture to the max i guess that's where the tea comes from you know, I I also had heard that, or I had seen in the podcast that that Carrie was on that he uh, stress balls because after his first few strangulation, he didn't realize how hard it was, so he had to strengthen his hands. Yeah, he, he 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 believed it was like the movies. Nah, man, he said it took a long while before they actually passed away. Matter of fact, yeah. I think the first one he thought that uh, the husband had passed away, and a matter of fact, he just like passed out and he woke up. And went again and did it. Sure, he he actually took his life. Scary stuff, man. Scary stuff. So do you think we're going to come to find out that he has more victims out there? I, I think we're going to find a lot more evidence. Maybe not, I don't know if it's going to be for other uh, unknown victims. I think we're going to find more evidence uh, from the, the victims we know about, the trophies mm-hmm. that he's kept. You know, because they haven't found all of them. And that's crazy because this he got arrested in 2000, 2005, right? Compares mm-hmm. got uh, you no know, ten life sentences, and it's been so long but i'm pretty sure they're gonna find i hope they don't find something new that you know there's other victims but i know they're gonna find the trophies and whatnot but you know that was 
when they said they were going to go back and look at where the shed was and, and the sidewalk and go through all that stuff again. I remember there was this case. I don't know if uh, you ever heard of the Ken and Barbie killers. I have not. Okay. Well, it was a guy named Paul Bernardo and, mm-hmm. and, um, and he was a, uh, how can I say, uh, one of those, um, people that are a P yeah. And like he got his wife involved in it. Right. Uh-huh. And they took the lives of three women, including the wife's sister, which is his sister-in-law. Right. Jeez. And what happened there is the, this crazy because they pretty much, uh, they made a deal with the wife, right. They made mm-hmm. a deal with the wife and said, the wife said that he pretty much forced her to do it. Mm-hmm. And they believed her and they made her deals like, okay, we'll give you so much time in jail and you can get out and we'll convict you know, the, the husband. Mm-hmm. And they ended up convicting the husband's you know, life or whatever. Well, a couple of months later, they ended up finding the tapes that they took of the victims. And it, they already made a deal with her so they couldn't, you know, prosecute it for, uh, for it, you know? Yeah. They ended up showing that she was more than complicit in the, in the acts. Really? Yeah, it was, it was called... Um, deal with the devil because like they couldn't do anything to her now she's like i think she lives in canada now has kids of her own married it's crazy mm. and they found they, they, they end up finding the, the tapes actually the, the his lawyer he told his lawyer where the tapes were at and mm. he hit him and once he retired he gave up all the evidence and the new lawyer gave it to the police and that's when they found out that that their wife was more than willing to do all these acts on the victims that is insane dude i had no idea that that was that was there, you know. I didn't know that that was possible. Like I didn't know that that existed. That's yeah, insane. you should check it out. It's crazy. I will. I will. It sounds insane. I think we'll be finding out some new stuff coming up in the near future when it comes to this case. I think we're gonna get some new light shed on and victims that are out mm-hmm. there. And um, I think there's more. I think there's more. Personally, I, I feel that you know somebody taking a five year time off doesn't doesn't sit well with me. You know, I don't think that mm-hmm. that's the case. And the fact that People are starting to think or law enforcement are starting to think that he may have had other victims in other you know, states. Maybe perhaps that was so, you know, to get the heat off of him. If he continued to do it in the same state over and over again, I feel like maybe they would have closed in on him. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, definitely. I mean, at that time, he was, was he working for like the census? I remember, man. I knew he was like yeah. some like officer of some kind or security guard, wasn't he? Yeah. And then he was working for the census for like two years. So he was all over the place. And so wow. it could be. I hope not. I Definitely. hope there's I think I hope I hope it was unfortunately I hope it was just those ten, but who knows, man. Who knows? I don't think it, I'm pretty sure, you know, the people who do confess, like serial killers that do confess, they always keep something. You know, what I mean they always mm. keep something for themselves that nobody's else gonna know. Hopefully that's not the case in, in this one. Yeah, yeah. Well for me, I when it comes to like, you know, how many crimes he may have committed or whatnot, I hope we find out all of them. Because if there's more that there's there's a lot of families out there that don't have closure, especially if these girls are, or women are still missing. You know, they, the families need closure. Justice needs to be, you know, served. I don't think there's any more justice that can be served that there is now. I mean, he has ten life sentencing. I mean, you can you can take his life, but I, I that he him rotting, which is literally what it sounds like, is he's rotting behind bars, is the best place for him right now. You know, I wouldn't be opposed. I wouldn't be opposed to, you know, a situation where just based on the heinousness of these crimes and the qu- the quantity of them, I wouldn't be opposed to, you know, if that ended up being the case, if he goes to Oklahoma and gets tried and found guilty and, and, and the punishment is his life no longer being valid, I, I wouldn't be opposed to that. But at the same time, life without parole on its own is just as, in my opinion, just as bad on, on the prisoner than taking their life. I think that's an easy way out. What do you think? Yeah, man, I think, like I said, I just don't see why he would confess. You know what I mean? I mean, he already confessed to 10. Yeah. And at his age and his health, if he did do more, I mean, I wish he'd just come out and say, like you said, there's families out there that need that closure. You know, how how bad it is. How how would it feel like to have someone taken away and not know what happened to him? You know what I mean? Nah, that would be insane. But so let's see, let's see what happens. Um, and I guess we'll we'll find out sooner or later yeah for sure also before we let everybody go i wanted to we'll probably do a small update uh maybe tomorrow or the next day it's probably not going to be a live show just a recording but we do have an update in the uh, kidnapping case in san antonio um these two parents uh apparently there was a home invasion where two uh, loaded with um handguns or some sort of guns broke into a house at 6 a.m wednesday morning and or maybe tuesday they were found the day about 
I want to say about seven, eight miles away. And apparently what had occurred was the motive behind it um, was one of the children that the parents, one of their children was dating a guy and she was holding a large amount of money for him. And she fled to, to Mexico with the money. And I think he might be the third guy that they're looking for. I know that they found two guys are looking for a third. That might be him. But it appears that I don't know if the parents were involved in anything, but there was somebody inside of that house that apparently was. So just a quick update on that. What do you think about it? I think that's not going to end well for anyone. I don't think so either. Remember that guy that was like uh, bragging about stealing money from a cartel and they picked him up like hours later? Yeah. Oh, that's all. I don't know. Hopefully that's not the case, but it sure seems like it's going that way. Yeah, I mean, there was some red flags all over this case as soon as it came out. But we'll we'll, mm-hmm. we'll put out a a more in detail uh, video about that. But I wanted to let everybody know that you know that that has come out, that has broke, and we'll um, be doing some more work on it. I mean, do you have any last final words before we let everybody go? I just wanted to say thanks to everybody. Uh, you, Blue, even though he's not here, thank you, Blue. I miss you. You're- Blues the man. I have a good one, man. Thank you. Thank you. And everybody in the mods, the the members, the newest members, those that got good memberships tonight. Thank you guys. You guys are what makes the show. Please hit that like and subscribe button if you're not already done. So that being said, we're out. Peace.